how long gone we're in the motherfucking building live from the city so nice they named it twice the big apple i just finished doing my bella hadid ice water face plunge just to get rid of some of the puffiness Uh, after my mm. travel you know yeah i don't know if it's so much the travel as the uh dinner at french well anyway yeah it was going good (laughs) yeah yeah good stuff over new york city baby dinner at frenchette that was i would say heavily salted and then maybe the uh, amount of alcohol you consumed last night at the uh the palace calvin klein activation these are all factors these are all factors that could go into play and if you want to talk more about last night's dinner items that were ordered chris i'd be happy to get into kind of the specifics i'm not really here to to pick apart the food no pun intended um (laughs) but i do think that you know i had never been to french yet which is obviously uh you know bad uh because it's a hot restaurant but also when it has the word french in it i'm usually Mm -hmm. disinterested they're not known for their food great experience very professional restaurant uh watching ben edgar recoil at the single bite of cold asparagus with egg on it um (laughs) was kind of worth i wonder i wonder what it was was it because he just ate a bite of white asparagus and in and it was it was like somebody put a cockroach in his mouth and told him to start chewing. Yeah, but Ben's Ben's What's the, up with the that? way Ben acted to that is is not dissimilar to what it would look like if you put a cockroach in my mouth. <laughs> um, I didn't think it was I didn't think it was that crazy, uh, but it was um, it was uh, an interesting bite. It was not an it was, uh, it was such a classic normal dish: asparagus with sauce. Gribbish, which is like some pickles and hard-boiled egg mayonnaise kind of thing. Bitch, bitch, this this shit ain't. Cla- don't, don't act like you grew up in Normandy. It ain't cla- <laughs> like this ain't this ain't In and Out, bitch. Like that ain't classic for you. Don't say that. You didn't study at Le Cordon Bleu. I didn't say it was classic for moi. I said it was classic just in general. I see. I that's see. That's a that's a pretty you know it's a pretty straightforward pairing flavor pairing that has existed. Long before we've walked this earth, Chris. Mm, my, uh, that's because I'm not only a hip hop historian, but also a culinary historian. Great, <laughs> great that we have a nice back of house shouty as our guest today. We have a lot of stuff to get into. We have a lot of stuff to get into. It's been a roller coaster couple days for the How Long Gone family. Our whole family, yeah. <laughs> it's been a nonstop. So we went to the Wiltern on Sunday to see the Lemonheads and. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even want to talk about this because it's so depressing. But I mean, as a known uh, Dando apologist and follower, mm-hmm. um, I happily paid you know one hundred seventy five dollars plus fees for two tickets to see <laughs> the Lemonheads open for Jawbreaker, a band I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. And what I got was a view of a person that I consider to be a musical genius laying on the ground, uh, the concrete ground uh, of a smoking area, a public smoking area at the Wiltern, mm-hmm. clearly on crack cocaine, scribbling notes down on a piece of paper while talking to two Barstow uh, cops, <laughs> television show extra that definitely <laughs> sold him the drugs. Didn't bode well for his performance. And uh, I would say that uh, the performance was... I'm glad I went for some reason. I can't understand why. I needed to hear those songs, yeah. I guess. You know? It, it's it's truly like a soundtrack to my mm-hmm. life moment. No, there, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of interesting stuff to unpack about it because, you know, it's it's kind of like we all know what's going to happen. Like, we all know that Evan Dando has, like, struggled with drug abuse for, you know, probably since he wrote this album. Yes, his entire life. So, 30 years no, it, minimum. It, it comes... It comes as, yeah, it comes as no surprise to see him, you know, on drugs because that's all, you know, that's his been his vibe. But but it is still kind of I don't I don't know what the word for it is because it's not shocking. No, but it's I would say just I would say disturbing. I mean, when you see somebody, it's also when you're stone cold sober and it's I don't know seven p.m. and the sun is still out. Um, yeah, and you're also surrounded by like the most washed forty five year old guys in flannels and mm-hmm. Brixton hats, as you said. We were the youngest people at that show. Drinking, I, I mean, the, the the view into what my future could have been if I wasn't cool was truly disturbing. Thank God we made it out the mud. We saw band logos that I had not thought about since high school. I told you I saw a swarm champion hoodie it's like we have all it's like you go see if if oasis ever reunites you're not going to be surprised if liam and noel are arguing on stage and getting a fight like that's kind of what happens and like if you go see 
what you know nirvana at the height of his heroin use or elliot smith at the height of his heroin or amy winehouse any of these people britney spears throwing an umbrella through a window like we all know it sucks we hate to see it it's like but it's pure human life without a filter so Mm. like that's always fascinating to watch that's true that's true if we saw boring sober evan dando on stage just being like hey guys it's awesome i'm three years some people might be like eh, it's kind of dorky I, I wish you were well i kind of it's like can't win for trying i kind of agree with that but also it sounded so bad that i think that the <laughs> when there's a performance element it changes the outlook it's like well yeah i don't mind if he's a little fucked up but i would like the songs to sound <laughs> at least a little bit like they do on the album so that's musical strike one if we're keeping baseball score musical yeah musical strike one we had we, we rush over to the greek charlie has confirmed that we are on the list and that she goes on at 9 20 charlie xcx for our listeners charlie xcx charlie xcx we pay 30 dollars to park we hike down the mountain mm-hmm. we pull up just in time to the uh the box office i hand them my uh new york driver's license they say oh <laughs> nothing here sorry <laughs> i say oh well maybe it's under jason stewart <laughs> oh no, nothing here. Jason says, "What about what about how long gone? Let's just try it. A real, a true hail mary. Let's just try. Let's just try it." Jason pulls his Tom Brazy. He throws it to the end zone, and mm. and Gronk is not there. Gronk is not there. And instead of instead of saying, "Ooh, how long gone?" is not on the list either. She just walked over, and then the the sign that said "ticket window will call <laughs> open." She just turned it to close and said. Okay, we're all done here, guys. So, like, literally, that's what. So happened. we have full flashbacks to when I was sold the the fake uh, Morrissey tickets because <laughs> we're standing there in disbelief because I made this is a this is a, a mistake that someone of my age should not make. <laughs> a confirmation from the artist mm-hmm. is almost meaningless because they are. I don't know, getting prepared to perform for 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like I, 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 I'm sure Charlie meant no harm. We're, we're friends. It's, I'm not going to hold it against her. Of course not. Uh, of course you not. always, you always talk to, to, to the day to day manager about these list spots. Mm-hmm. And as Jason and I are, are standing there kind of contemplating our lives and thinking about the fact that we have to get up at 5 a.m. for a flight the next day, <laughs> uh, the crowd begins to roar and Charlie kicks into her set. She opened with lightning, I believe. Great tune off the new album. <laughs> <laughs> would have loved to see it our heads hung low we trudge back up the mountain get into my car <laughs> i would i drop jason off at erwan silver lake i get a call <laughs> 30 seconds after from friend of the show rostam bro are you guys having problems they suck here let me come get you <laughs> and i said you know what rostam it's all good bro we already left no harm no foul he said I hate this. Like, I can't wait to cook for you and Jason. Give me a call when you get back. Aww. So all, you know, there, there are some, you know, we'll, we'll be having some delicious Persian food at Rostam's house. Nice to know there's a few good men out there still. There, there are a few good men out there still. So we, we did, we saw Evan Dando play six songs, uh, that sounded like, sounded like, uh, one of the guy, one of the cleaning crew guys at Guitar Center after hours. <laughs> yeah. It did sound like that. He did some guttural screaming that was not appreciated. Uh, we rushed, <laughs> we rushed over. We didn't see Charlie. I probably I lost sixty in parking that night, but that's yeah. light work for me, no problem. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I carry cash. <laughs> uh, and um, and now, you know. And then the next morning, we woke up at five, hopped on Delta One, thanks to our good friend Four. Thanks to our good friends at Calvin Klein and Palace Skateboards. And uh, after Frenchette, we head over to the New Museum. Thanks to Tanya and Drew and our boy Lev and and Gia, everybody there, and we got to. Listen to the guy from Hot Chip DJ in a museum. Mm-hmm. It was a, they were having some capacity issues. I think the museum was being a little. I don't think the museum knew what they were getting into. You know what I mean? It's a little. You know bit how these like, new museums can be. Yeah, this ain't the MoMA. This is a new museum. It's kind of downtown. They haven't been doing it for very long, so they don't know all this stuff. But the thing that the major takeaway for me for that was that like the skateboarding community was on time, which is not something I would kind of. <laughs> think of them for you know what i mean i, I think don't... i think this ain't your granddaddy's skateboard community these that's, are these are true. skaters who they look cool mm-hmm. they look like a normal cool skater who doesn't care about anything smokes weed all day and has sex with hot women <laughs> but they are you know this is also like a tiktok generation you know these are all 
people who are also probably all TikTokers and are probably yeah, these like, guys, these are, you know, jacking off to Evan Mock picks. These, these are the kind of skateboarders that somehow drive a Range Rover. They they practice their backflips. They, they was a good, it was a good party. Instead of their heel flips. It was a good party. And then we went to the after party at a um, legendary Soho, Tom and Jerry's, which I, I feel like, I don't, Jason, had you ever been there before or is that your first time? Never been there. Never heard of it. It was, they, they ordered about 50 upside pizzas, which was delicious, but then it was a little tough because all the pizzas were on the table um, that was being seated by all of the Coke heads. So I had to like, every time <laughs> I went to grab a slice, I was, I was met with the judging eyes of a, a Coke head wearing a, a cardigan sweater or something like that. That so. was the guy from Gossip Girl, bro. Don't do that. He, he doesn't, he's, he was method that night. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. He wasn't wearing a cardigan. He was wearing a suit jacket. Oh, so was I. It was, a, it was, birds of a feather. It was a good party, though. I was, it was happy. I was nice to be around. The classic mix of mm-hmm. hotties and skaters. It just creates for a good vibe, good energy in the room. It's kind of like, hey, you're hot, we're hot. Yeah. You don't do shit. I don't do exactly. shit. We both only use our bodies <laughs> to make money. <laughs> uh, that's true. But but honestly, I had a great I had a great time. I'd never met Lev before. And it after our, our discussion with him What a sweetheart. I understand the success of Palace Skateboards now. Mm-hmm. It's like how could you not want to build with that guy? Like how could you not want to be in business with him? I totally like, yeah, we'll let you guys freak our classic scent. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, we'll pay for you to get Willem Dafoe and the Pet Shop Boys in the campaign. Why not? He's got the magnetic pool. Something about him. I don't know what it uh, what it is about that absolute bell end maniac. But <laughs> I want more of what he's selling. I want more of his mincemeat pies. No, a hundred percent. But yeah, anyway, so it was it was a good time, and um, I you know I I did. S- Hopefully, we see him tonight at a zine. They're we're gonna, gonna we're, we're hitting Dashwood tonight. We'll see him again tonight. We'll It'll build. Be it. a Kanye West style zine party. We're gonna we're gonna build. But I'm. I slept in till seven. I did a later berry, so I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, okay. I don't know how you're feeling, uh, but I'm not feeling quite as well as you. I'm not super hungover. Luckily, I woke up and got after it. Uh, you went to berries, and I went to the bodega mm-hmm. where I got a blue Gatorade, a large <laughs> coffee, light and sweet, and then a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese. No cheese because why? It's cheese free April. It's cheese free, and April. I am feeling light as a feather and. The best way to get around the no cheese is extra spicy mayonnaise. It almost creates a gooey like consistency. <laughs> Not unlike an American cheese slice. Is it double the calories? Sure. Yeah, if you I see what you're saying. So if you put enough spicy mayo, it, it gives you a cheese esque mouthfeel with more more calories, but less Unfortunately, dairy. Unfortunately there are a few more calories. <laughs> less yeah. dairy. That's cool. I, I'd never I love that you're kind of figuring your way out. I want to replace that that lactose cheese dairy with kind of hydrogenated uh corn yeah, oil yeah, yeah i love oils just just keep the system running i saw today that your favorite uh superhero mark Wahlberg, uh was drinking olive oil to gain weight for a role fuck mark Wahlberg. he doesn't <laughs> so, deserve a drop of extra virgin so i wonder i wonder if he was drinking the high-end stuff or he was using more of a cooking olive oil i i, I you know that, and a, also that was the first time he's ever had olive oil because previous knowledge of, of olive oil he didn't know what it was before and then when he learned what it was he thought it was too gay but now i think in his older age <laughs> that is that is 100 percent what he said he he didn't know his chef had been using olive oil secretly for years you know so that's he got he got a little bit upset about that uh and you know interestingly enough continuing with our our pond crossing theme uh we're we're once again we're heading to LDN, mate, for our, our, our guest today. For more British royalty. This person used to be an American, though. So they escaped, um, you know, I'm assuming sometime around 9-11. They escaped from California to merry old England mm-hmm. to uh, enjoy a life of cookery and bakery. She's uh, Claire Patak. She owns the the very famous, mm-hmm. Vi- is it, it's called Violet Cakes, right? That's right. That's right. Not vi- not vi- not violent cakes. Uh, I just not violent. Violet, like the color okay. or the flower. But uh, notably, she did she did the the, the wedding cake for Meghan and Harry. Mm-hmm. She's you know she used to work a at very famous baker. Chapinese, right? I think she did some food styling with friend of the show Jamie Oliver. Mate, you know I want to ask her what Nigella Lawson smells like. Mm. But but much like Chris Black, she has a, a history with. Um, 
addiction, not herself, but family. And we probably, I don't know. We'll see if she wants to get into that. Probably not. I love okay, getting let's into give, it. Let's give Claire a buzz. I feel like I'm already addicted to talking to her. Claire, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? You know, uh, we've had an interesting couple days. We covered that in the intro, though. We're not going to bother you with that. Um, but we've we've had some we've had some highs and some lows, some disappointments and some victories. We were psychologically attacked by music's <laughs> Charlie XCX. I don't. We were we were building with your your mates palace last night to celebrate their Calvin <laughs> Klein collection. So Jason has already had a blue Gatorade and a bacon, egg, and cheese today. No cheese, though, because obviously Claire knows this as a fellow food enthusiast, but it is cheese-free April. Do they celebrate that over there across the pond as well? What? No, never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, that's because Jason made that up as it's of a It's a new and emerging ago. trend. Keep your eyes peeled. In The Guardian, I don't know if they'll do something about it. Claire, what's your dairy intake these days? Oh, my God. It's so unbelievably bad. I mean, I just got back from a kind of boozy lunch and I had like this soup, custard soup for dessert, basically. Custard and like soup. cheese. I don't know everything. It's so bad. It was like a roly poly, it's called. Do you know what no. this is? This English thing. Tell me, tell, absolutely tell me more. Can't wait to hear. Can adults eat it too? I mean, this is the thing. It's that's what I was about to say. Like English people are so weird because they get sent to boarding school when they're like three. Uh-huh. And so they have these like puddings that they're obsessed with. Put like desserts, sorry, puddings, desserts. So they're obsessed with like until they're old and basically it's like <laughs> kids I like I like kids that. dessert um, but I have to say it was really delicious and I ate like a lot of it. So this is this is not your nan's roly poly is what you might say. <laughs> no, because it, it was it's really funny. It was like in this like cool restaurant but it like came out and my mom was actually visiting and my mom was like I don't think that was made right. And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> That's great. That's great feedback because I'm being triggered by the name because as a as a as yeah. a portly youth, I think I was called oh. Roly Poly a couple times. <laughs> Maybe a young Christopher could take advantage of Cheese Free April as well. Yeah, he definitely could have. He definitely could have. Pizza Hut unfortunately has a lot of cheese mm-hmm. on their pies. Okay, so boozy lunch was it? Was it martinis? Was it white wine? Aperol spritz? What are we? What are we doing? It was just wine. It was just wine. It was like a, a champagne kind of thing. Mm. Some kind of natural. Are we thinking bubbles today, girls? Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> which which hot spot? I mean, if you don't want to name names, that's fine. But I I, I did a little London eating myself recently. Oh, cool. And um, oh, I I. I can't eat the British lunch. <laughs> I just can't do it. Where did you go? I went to Tuckless. Tokeless. Tokeless. Yeah. I went to Tokeless. Sorry to you. Yeah, don't don't. This is my fucking <laughs> podcast, and I demand respect. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, excuse me. He doesn't know how to say fret sheets, and he doesn't know how long <laughs> Fortnite is either. So don't don't worry. Uh, poor and stupid. Uh, but yeah, and I went there uh, w- with my friend Anna, and it was it was it's just too freaky, freaky? for lunch for me. <laughs> Every lunch in in London is freaky. Yes, I I, I think you know in, unless it's unless it's a classic veggie pret i would say that yeah it can claire i mean look i know you're you're in the business so maybe you disagree with me but you know some of these like saucy fish for lunch that's a little (laughs) heavy don't you think yeah they don't hold back i mean beautiful space beautiful space chris you know that you live in america where we have like philly cheesesteaks for lunch and you're talking about the uh, the fish plate has a little too much sauce no what what i'm claire what i'm saying is that if you go to these chic restaurants that i do want to go to the fish fair is a little heavier than i would like claire is that fair to say the fair is that's fair to say about the fair <laughs> uh, yeah thank you thank you <laughs> no it's definitely like that's why I'm, that's like right now i'm like i'm literally like in a food coma yeah it's it was delicious but yeah there's, there's they don't really do like the salad here as much yeah right <laughs> it's it's it, there's some lettuce on on the side yeah. the the the, mu- the muscles touch you know what i mean salad is ornamental there mostly yeah but i mean part of that's just is like you know california is like there's so much here it's, it's a little cold mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't know i i i love the i feel like lunch is taken very seriously though which i do like like the, the it's it's yeah. completely acceptable to go to a restaurant for two hours or whatever you know what i mean our lunch was three hours today <sighs> Wow. That's cool. So you have a job though, right? 
<laughs> Hold on. I, it said in your bio that you own a baker. I guess I don't know. No, we're means. In, we're in a different time zone here, but it is Tuesday there as well. <laughs> I just, it's, it's not. It's not the weekend. I just want to. Be I didn't clear. know. Maybe you were on your hens weekend or something. Hens <laughs> weekend. No, it, well, you know, when you own your own business, you create your own schedule. So, like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we wanted to tee that's you right. up and to flex, and your mental health is thriving right now, Claire. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love to see. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of the female founder, uh, Claire. I know we just <laughs> met, but it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a brand pillar for me to kind of build up female founders and f- let them okay. feel represented. So mainly in the, mainly in the fintech and crypto space. That's kind of his kink. <laughs> Yeah, but but I'm not. I'm big. De- I, I've weaned myself off desserts, but I would love for you to tell us about your small business. Just just because, <laughs> just because that's kind of. I'm sure. I'm sure you're here to kind of promote that a little. No, bit. no, no. I'm here to talk to you guys. Chris wants to know what flavors the sorbet are today. Yeah, do you have any lemon sorbet to cleanse my palate, or is it yeah. just pastry? No, because I know you're like big into like working out and stuff, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I we yeah we are. Both of us are. I'm. You are. I'm a little more of a freak. For me, it's my anti-drug and for chris it's his drug yeah i I had to replace some things not not just cakes uh but yeah tell us about it please i want to know more okay okay well i also love the gym so like i had but i had to because of the work i had to figure to find that but um so like i go through these things where i'm not eating sugar but i uh not right now luckily but Mm. my business (laughs) because my business is um I have a bakery. I also, we do a lot of cakes for events and for, for like, you know, weddings and birthdays. And then, but we have like a cafe also at the bakery. So you can come and have mm. a big salad, actually. Thank God. <laughs> do you have any uh, avocado toasties? I, I, I'm <laughs> afraid we do have avocado toast. That's okay. <laughs> we like that. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. I think avocado, avocado toast is an American classic, like turkey on Thanksgiving at this point. Uh, Australians try to steal it from us, but I feel like it's ours. Fuck those nerds, man. They think <laughs> they think they we talk about this all the time. They think they invented everything. Like eggs and I toast know. is What's oh my god, that? a brekkie's absolutely mental. It's not brekkie. good. Mental. It's not good. Um, I'm even gonna try to do that accent. <laughs> but yeah, so we do that. And then I like I write some cookbooks. Um and you know, food related sort of so what kind of what's the coffee program like at the cafe it's okay i wish it was better i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a bit sh- it's a bit shit it's a bit shit yeah <laughs> so you guys are offering starbucks light roast or <laughs> no. oh, well chris london london's more of a tea culture chris i'm sure you can get a gibraltar but the tea really shines over there but Violet, i'm talking I'm sure. to i don't want i don't want to i don't want a london fog i'm talking to an american <laughs> yeah. damn it, and she knows that we we thrive on duncan <laughs> oh my god yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and not the coffee but the donuts but yeah like we no i because you know like you go to like a lot of bakeries and the coffee you're, you would never get a you buy your coffee from the same place you bought your cupcake from mostly and i would say oh really church and state over there you're saying that you're saying that sprinkles doesn't have a delicious cortado <laughs> no i'm just kidding I don't, I don't know. i'm sure it's serviceable at best claire but yeah so we always wanted to make sure that that was not the case of violet so i have um a great relationship with this these coffee roaster guys but the, it, honestly it's like a whole job in itself and like this whole barista yeah. thing is like hardcore and i mm-hmm. am not a trained barista myself so I can't like vouch 100 percent for the coffee, but I feel like we do a decent job. I feel like we do a decent job. Well, that's because baristas are nerds. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like overall, I think yeah. so. I, I I could see you not wanting to pollute your beautiful space with that kind of energy. You know? Yeah, it's like a really super different vibe, right? That's a sweet way to put it, Claire. I hope you have bike. I hope you have bike parking out front. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> Chris, you... cyclists. Oh, are you a cycle hater? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Claire? Very cool. Claire, you're my favorite guest of all time. <laughs> so I live my life on two wheels. If you have a problem with that, you could kiss my American ass. Uh, God, <laughs> what sorry. is your what is your issue with bike culture? Does it get does your Range Rover kind of creep over into their lane? They get upset. <laughs> yeah, I do have an SUV issue, but it's not a Range Rover yet. What year is your Chelsea tractor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're more of a Volvo chick. You're more of a Volvo chick. I am a total Volvo. I have a Volvo. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I could smell it on you through the SM57. So embarrassing. Well, do we have the 60 or the 90, Claire? I have the 60 because because the roads are too small here. Oh, I can't put the 90 yeah. on these London roads. It's not a money issue for Claire. It's just the size of the roads over there in London. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps she keeps the she keeps the 90 at the at the country house. You know, oh, that that makes a lot yeah. more sense. No, I know a lot of people who have the 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 60 and the 90 and they're like this shit is better i like this more than the bmw than the bands so i think you're in good hands it's a great car make some noise for a new sponsor volvo they're all new line of <laughs> suv and sport wagons are available now what is your so what is your issue with bikes because i'm mainly i have an issue with the culture not the device yeah i mean a bike of two wheels is fine it's cool but i'm talking about that they're in the road where the cars mm-hmm. are supposed to be mm-hmm. It's, da- it's, it's no, I get it. It's dangerous. It's dangerous for everyone. Well, I would consider the man-made car to be, you know, an invasive species to the bicycle, which was invented before the car. Just to let you guys know, <laughs> kind of like the coyotes taking over Glendale. They were here first. Well, I don't know. Look, I think cycling is awesome. It's a great way to get around. Obviously, it's fast. It's but you can't like deliver don't backpedal claire cakes on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> no so what kind of so do you have a do you have a sprinter for deliveries or like what kind of van are you working with use, or are you just use using a courier the service we use a courier service oh yeah. i like that so you're saying they they come around the shop they pick up the cakes they deliver you exactly. cut them a check at the end of the month no harm no foul exactly sometimes you have to deliver one of those cakes to deepen the ends and you don't want to be caught there after a night yeah because these cakes these cakes these cakes i'm guessing are a little pricey so there could be a robbery mm-hmm. kind of you know. yeah what's the street value for one of your cakes <laughs> on the if i were to sell it on the black market Dude, you should you should buy them up and then resell them i'm telling you Look, you've been watching too much top boy claire yeah we're, we're taking violet cakes straight to StockX. that's what we're doing i gently used. well actually you know i wanted to i I wanted to ideate with you a little bit, Claire, because okay. I do have a 40th birthday coming up in, in, in September. And, you know, I, we have we have a lot of dietary restrictions in my life. Yep. Um, my chick is gluten free. Jason is obviously dairy free. April. No, no, no. Only cheese. I've been eating much more dairy than normal. There's no cheese in our cake, so that's OK. OK, good, <laughs> good. I want to make sure. Thank and I, you know, I don't actually I'm tr- I, I've tried to fully cut out dessert of my life completely. Mm. So is there a cake that kind of <laughs> is there a cake that could could satiate all of those needs? OK, because some people that cut sh- like if you cut sugar out completely or try to. It's no, no, Claire, it's not sugar. It's the the, the whole genre of dessert. Dessert is my problem. Okay. Cookies, cakes. Uh, I, I'm not like a gummy worms guy. Thank God. That's lame. Um, but like, <laughs> I think for, for, for my 40th birthday, I think that. What about sour patch? No, 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 no. Don't do that. I'm, I'm 39. <laughs> I'm 39 years old. I'm not going to eat candy till my mouth hurts. Oh, my but <laughs> so with my, with my 40th birthday just looming, I think that, you know, I'm a chocolate and peanut butter girl. That's my dream mm. combo. Um, so just knowing me for a few minutes, what do you think would be the is, – is that a combination you can work with or you like to do things a little more light and fruit-based? Well, I'm a more <laughs> – I'm definitely like fruity-based for like my palate. Uh-huh. But I mm-hmm. I find that to generalize that guys like – like peanut butter, caramel, chocolate. Oh, honey. so we're okay. So we're going sexist now. Continue. Super uh, sexist. It tends to so, be a pattern. so that's a that's a cis white male palette, kind of. yeah. <laughs> like a uh, Neanderthal kind of yeah. you know, proto. Me want cake, Nanda. Claire. Me want cake, peanut butter. Okay, yeah, I understand. Peanut butter, you know, kind of like the foods that your dog would want to eat. You know? <laughs> me like peanut butter. Me don't. I don't like. Elderflower, Chantilly cream. I'm more me like chocolate, me like peanut. You got it. That's me, unfortunately. Okay. So you're saying that the, in your in your professional experience, you've seen males gravitate towards these yeah. heavier uh, chocolate, peanut butter, caramel leaning flavors, while women like a little more light, maybe floral, fruity palate. Is that what you're saying? It's it's kind of a trend, but you know, it's you know, I'm not what gonna... an ugly generalization. Carry on. <laughs> disgusting i'm i'm offended but i'm gonna let you finish <laughs> okay well no but back to the back to your question though so you're saying you don't eat desserts but would you eat a like cake of that i have to well well okay. now that we're now that i'm talking to you and we're looking at flying one in private i mean i think it's probably <laughs> i'm gonna have to have at least a bite you know i don't know if you can i have a really amazing 
like gluten-free vegan sponge that I created that I love mm. that we sell. And this is a this is a cake. This is not for cleaning the dishes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Mm. Okay, got but it. But it tastes like a sponge, but yeah, it's it's sponge <laughs> cake. Yeah, they call it a sponge here. It's weird, but I just have obviously um started doing that too. But yeah, so the the cake though, it's really good and it kind of ticks a lot of those boxes. Okay. Your girlfriend could have it. Okay. What can you put on? How do you guys do the thing where you can put a picture of me on it? Because I know you're a little more high end, but I'm trying to kind of combine. I'm kind of trying to combine. I want to combine the 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 chef driven birthday cake yeah. from a genius like yourself, Chris. I think they do that over at Tesco. You can get that with the, done. Yeah, no, exactly. with with the Tesco vibe of my of like a sheet. Oh, that's cake actually. With, with I see where you had. I understand. It's a high low. It's we're getting the Tesco. I think this could push you in a new direction. No, it would be rad. It would be rad to do that. That, actually we'll do it for you okay because i think that is kind of I, I feel like that is something that would feel very special and really feel like me you know to celebrate this milestone in my life mm-hmm. um but with quality ingredients so like that vibe exactly quality exactly yeah, I, I, I want it. like i said everything i eat needs to be chef driven yeah you know what i mean so if, if it, it it's if, if the ingredients aren't aren't of the highest quality and hopefully heirloom then i don't it ain't touching oh, my yeah. tongue that's for damn sure. Hey, challenge accepted. This is a good. This is good for you. I think this could really bring you a lot of business. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of dumbasses, you know, and there's a lot of dumbasses that listen to this podcast that maybe could see you in a new light. Okay, well, great. It was already you got you got the the bump in business after the royal wedding cake, and this will probably what triple or quadruple. <laughs> exactly. You're fucked now. after this. You're fucked. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have to hire new staff and stuff and and don't ask. Look, I don't know anybody over there, so don't ask me. You don't, but you you don't, Chris. But you you kind of are in line with pastry people in terms of you you are early bird, not a late bird. Normally, oh. the chef world, it's people who are up until three four That's in true. the morning. That's true. Smoking cigarettes and drinking Monster Energy drink. <laughs> but but Claire and the bakers and Chris, you guys are waking up at five a.m. every day, four a.m. Yeah, I feel like. I heard this on some of your podcasts I've listened to, like that you're always like taking the earliest flight. That's right. That's right. I for, I, and, and it's beautiful because I forced Jason. We, <laughs> I, I try to force Jason to do the same thing. He doesn't love it, uh, but but luckily uh, he understands the benefits. But what time, Claire? What time are you rising on a, on a no no pun intended on a daily basis? <laughs> well, I am, um, as we established earlier in our conversation make my own schedule so now oh so you get up at noon (laughs) yeah no i i actually wake up really early anyway but i don't bake in the bakery anymore when i like those guys start at five so not too too early because we're not doing like boonoiserie we're doing simpler kind of like scones and muffins and things like that so yeah so we start at five oh god clara you can't even say scone i'm I'm, my tummy is tickling (laughs) no it's pronounced scone uh, oh, I'm on. sorry. Um, With a little coddled cream? My God. Clotted. <laughs> <laughs> I want mine. I want mine. I want mine coddled, though. It's it's a, got- it's a test. It's a test on my stomach. Coddled cream is when Chris says something wrong, but we don't correct him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what they call me. God, I'm so no, I, this is, no, this is what we're here for. You're an expert. This is this is why we had a boozy lunch, Claire. Did you yeah. did this line up as a as purely coincidence, or were you like, I need to get a couple? Mom, mom I got to get before. wasted before I talk to these losers. Is that what you said? No, I was just like, it was just coincidence. It was coincidence. I had a, I was actually having lunch with another pastry chef friend and my mom, and uh, and we just had some wine. We did It wasn't that boozy, to be honest, but. You know. okay. So you're so <laughs> just to be clear. So you're not in the bakery early anymore because you're the boss. But so so you're you're getting up a little later because you, yeah because you well can. yeah I mean I don't have to I actually to be honest with you I still get up around five thirty six mm, beautiful but you have like a life you have a family and yeah I've got a six year old daughter Francis what you got a kid damn <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that Francis Francis is a great name though I really like that oh thank you yeah she's pretty great she's hilarious. Yeah, I'm divorced, but that's cool. And very like, cool. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. Well, very when does cool. Francis start working in the bakery? Oh my god! What what age? Do you know what? So we did this um, 
a fundraiser for Ukraine, obviously, um, the other day. Something funny about that, Claire? <laughs> Sorry. <I> just- <laughs> It's really not funny. I just feel like it's really good. It's a little cliche. But anyway, we did this fundraiser. Just (laughs) And um, it was like a bake sale for Ukraine. So it was all these pastry chefs from London. Like all these amazing pastry chefs, actually. It was really cool. And then we had a little stall. We were selling cupcakes. And Francis, basically, we have no staff. Because I don't know if this is happening there. But there's like this crazy staff shortage. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've heard about this. Like post-COVID, post-COVID. Yeah, like post-COVID, yeah. Because like people were like, oh, I just want to work four days a week now. Not me. We work work seven (laughs) days a week like you, Claire. That's why we're successful. Yeah. Good help is hard to find. Exactly. We have like a great team right now. But it's like skeleton, you know? So... Anyway, so I like put my family to work and brought them to this bake sale. And my daughter is like the first time she's helped me. And she's like six. She was so good. She was like really bossy and funny and like put the apron on and was just like boxing up the cakes and selling them. So is she already measuring by gram (laughs) (laughs) or is she is she still going by volume? No cups. No cups. Thank God. Okay. That's raising them right. I like a I like a family business and I think it's nice to get the younger generation. You know what it really is about? It's about building that work ethic. I really couldn't agree more. These Americans, we ain't got it. You know, these kids are (laughs) these kids are dicking around, they're playing games, you know, they're chatting and then and then they just go off to college. You know, they're they're not ready to face the real world. Yeah, I mean I always like worked. I think it's healthy. Until it's not. I mean, I I had a job at I guess I had a job at like fifteen, I think. too yeah like when as soon as i got my work permit i was desperate to get a job what were you doing baking damn all right claire (laughs) shit don't all right she had a vision or whatever you knew what you wanted to do yeah you're stunting all over us jason was working in anthropology which is not dissimilar to this you know it's like cupcakes that you can wear you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i work i worked at a dry cleaners where i was able to steal twenty dollars in cash every shift no way oh that's right and you know what i wasn't even (laughs) slick about it i just put it in my pocket there wasn't any counting what did you what did you spend that 20 on every day or did you save it up i I definitely didn't save it up i save it up yeah (laughs) i put it i put it in my piggy bank he has a low low yield roth ira that he dumped twenty dollars into every morning my my dad my dad's an accountant he kind of helped me set up a retirement fund at 15 no uh, no i spent it oh i definitely spent it on like gas and like hardcore records gas and hardcore records amazing petrol petrol (laughs) yeah petrol yeah i had to i had to fill up at the station to make it you know from my suburb to the shows so even though gas was you know a dollar then it was a different time it's still (laughs) the accurate the the accurate legend tank had to be filled 15 in a bakery though i don't i mean what what part of Cali is this? Do you know where like West Marin is? Like Point Reyes Inverness? NorCal. You mean NorCal. the nicest part of California where all the rich <laughs> yeah. rich tech guys live now? There used to be a place back in my day where all the rich white women lived. And now these tech guys are coming in. It's fucking yeah. everything up. Take me take me back. I tell you what. I I can't I can't deal with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's 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 truly paradise there, but I I feel like um Northern California, I don't I just don't get it fully. Jason, do you have a do you have a better understanding as a Cali lifelong resident? Yeah, of course. I get it. I mean, <clears throat> it's a beautiful place. There there is some entitlement there. You know, a lot of people there kind of think that they have outsmarted the rest of America by <laughs> discovering mm. that you could live here by having enough yeah. money to live there, I guess. But mm. by and large, they're usually good people who are nice little leaning liberal leaning but that's Mm. fine with me yeah it's a little too i had to go to san francisco a few times you know last year and it was like it was it it, the way they were treating COVID, like you couldn't go to a meal and everywhere else in the world san francisco doesn't count the san francisco is the defining city of norcal bro i don't make the rules i know i know but i'm just saying that san francisco's done you know stick a fork in it stick a fork in it oh my god yeah yeah yeah. no it's really sad it's like i don't know what happened there well, did I mean, you ever did you live in San Francisco proper at some point? Yeah, totally. I lived there for like probably like a decade. I lived there in the city. No one no wonder you hate bikes. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so this was like what 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 decade was this? Was like in the like late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, late this was like mid 90s to 2000. <clears throat> Let's see. I moved to I moved to London in 2005, but I lived for like a year in Oakland before mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. What was your uh, graffiti name? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that one. Okay. Interesting. Okay. 
You moved to London in 2005. Yeah. Oh, baby. I know. That's prime. That's prime time. You lived through indie sleaze in real time. <laughs> what were the look? What were the looks like? How many nights out did you have with Pete and the boys? Uh, yeah. Well, like that whole thing was happening down in um, Hackney where. My like I had so I started my business as like a market stall. Um, oh yeah, at, at, at Broadway Market. Yes, exactly. Cheeky little market. It was like all those guys were like coming down to the to the market on the on Saturday. It was a pretty cool vibe. All those guys like who? Well, like I feel like you know. Did you sell? Did you sell Carl, Carl Barat a baguette? <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know these names you're dropping, but um, <laughs> you may have sold something to an Arctic monkey or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like the Arctic monkeys and like the clap. Claxons, remember them? Claxons, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like all those oh kind a, of guys. a member of Block Party, perhaps. Yeah, yes. What is stall life like? Is it because it's it's not every day, right? It's just weekends, or is it every day? Is it as sexy as it looks on TV? Oh my god, no! So I was like coming from you know California farmers market. I thought it was going to be all like pretty and nice mm-hmm. and like warm <laughs> like you get it was so it was like charles fucking dickens it was like freezing cold bit dreary in it so <laughs> dreary did you like uh, do you have like an english what's your english why haven't we know all these references oh uh, we're we're anglophiles yeah because i've listened to oasis <laughs> for my entire life and I listened to the Libertines in 2022. Chris got it from Oasis, and I got it from. They started putting the on Netflix the Great British Bake Off and syndication. Uh-huh. So you know, I'm picking up a lot of British culinary. Terms I got there, it. Yeah, yeah we just, I got it from. NME. We just love language. It's a sign of genius. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's. I don't want to overstate it how smart we are, but Claire, Jason's we were right. we were talking earlier about how it's hard to find employees. Uh, you know, in a post-COVID world. And uh, w- another thing that we noticed, we were talking about it at dinner last night at a place called Frenchette, about how it's so hard to get a reservation at any restaurant post-COVID oh, unless you go at like 5 p.m. or 10 p.m. Is And I wondered if there was the same thing happening over there across the pond. Well, I'm like really annoying because I just like text the owner okay 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 mm-hmm. that's you're, you're not annoying i mean you you had to put in the work to be able to get to know yeah, these um these toxic these toxic guys to text them you know <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a perk. okay but it's not something it's not something that you've heard other people you know civilians complain about <laughs> i don't know Whitney. No, i'm kidding i don't know no i i feel like <laughs> I feel like in London you can get a table. Okay. Well, no, basically the, the the theory is that spontaneous night out has been killed. Oh, and well. every every single place is like you have to have a reservation to go into a restaurant. Like a lot of bars are even doing reservations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that for a minute here, but now, but I think we're like ahead of you guys in terms of like just pretending it's not existing anymore. No, no, you're not ahead. You're not ahead of me, but you might be ahead of the country. That's true. That's, that, yeah. That's true. yeah, no, here it's like well, COVID. What? Like nobody wears a mask. Nobody does anything. And like you, it's Beautiful. just they just dropped all. They lifted all the all the regulations. Oh, so I'm buying. I'm buying yeah. a ticket. But this, I don't think. I don't know if this has anything to do with COVID restrictions. Though it I, does. I mean, no, it does. It but does. how? How so exactly? I I think because it, it like. I think people are planning for things more. I, I don't, I, I think it's a planning yeah, thing and I definitely. maybe, I guess it's, maybe it's not related to COVID, but I, I just think people are taking it more seriously. I think just now that you haven't been able to dine indoors for the last two years and now that you can, the influx of people who are going to go out to dinner has increased tenfold or whatever. Maybe. What else would it be? Well, maybe I think here they were like, they were, they had less capacity. Like they were letting fewer people in for a while. So are they letting, is it full capacity? It's pretty much full there? capacity. Yeah. Yeah. It but is. It's just weird oh, for wow, the first okay. time. Like, like yesterday, for example, we were, we're in New York city, Manhattan drinking dinner and we were stoked to get a six thirty reservation. Whereas, you know, three years ago, I'd be like, wow. that's when my fucking nan eats dinner. You know what I mean? Like you'd be made fun of. And then like this <laughs> yeah. morning, my, uh, my girlfriend, there's a restaurant here called Mother Wolf that's like a very hard reservation to get. Yeah. And she texted me and she was she was proper chuffed to secure a five forty five dinner reservation. She's like, Oh sick. This is and like <laughs> back then you'd be like, Hey, we got a five forty five at Noma, you're like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's too early. Yeah. I like an early dinner, of course, but five forty five is pushing it even for me. But I think that's what these these hard to get 
reservation restaurants, they they're I don't think they want to do it either. I don't think they want to show up for dinner service at noon to start prepping for the five, <laughs> the five p.m. dinner rush. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. I'll, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my friends over there in New York like what's what the deal is. How often How often are you going out to dinner? Three nights a week? Yeah. Now back to that. Yeah. 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 It's good. I love it. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Yeah, me too. I, I just, I hate eating at home. I hate, I don't cook. I hate the smell of food in my house. I just, <laughs> just want to go to restaurants and it's, it's, it's becoming a chore. Like you basically have to know someone yeah. or, or, you know, ha- have the resi loaded, you know? Yeah, and totally. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. But I also can't deal with. So, like, I don't know. If, do you guys have Deliveroo? No, we have Seamless and Caviar and okay, Uber yeah. Eats. But I'm familiar with Deliveroo. Oh god, I feel bad talking to you. I just like it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. Like, I can't deal anymore with all that delivered. Are you disgusted by like all the packaging? No. The sustainability I mean, issue. Okay, yeah. No. Now I feel bad because that wasn't what I was thinking, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like a like a your bag of chips has gone soggy yeah. at the delivery. Well, it's like it's it's probably like um, fifteen to twenty percent more expensive than it would be if you bought it in the restaurant, and then it comes and it's like it's all steamy yeah. and soggy, and like bad. the cyclist spilled it. Oh, <laughs> it's looking a bit. It's looking a bit shit. No, I mean <laughs> I agree with you. I think that there's like th- three. I think. You know, Din Tai Fung delivers well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a few good ones, right? Well, th- there's a lot of. Uh, that's the thing that I thought about a lot with COVID. I mean, you're lucky in the in the baked good world. You know, all that stuff travels pretty well and has a shelf life and everything. So yeah, definitely. And you know, there's so many amazing restaurants that had to close down simply because the food they made didn't travel well, 100%. or they didn't have a, a car park to set up a few picnic benches. So 100%. this Michelin star restaurant has to close. Yeah, no, it was terrible for. I just like. For my industry, it was really heartbreaking. And like, I, I thought it was so cool the way people put together lots of like different chef boxes. Like, all that stuff was really cool during, like, mm-hmm. during, you know, did you guys mm-hmm. get that where you would like, it was basically like you'd finish cooking it at home? We did that. Remember, we did that in Nashville, Jason, with Rolf and Daughters. It was, it was great. And they make, yeah, they make it fun, yeah. but I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. I mean, I don't want to do a, a lift a finger. A lot of people do. Yeah. But that's also, that's also like, learning to cook with training wheels i don't know that just seems like but i guess it tastes better well as as somebody who is a professional chef like claire or myself it's nice to be like oh (laughs) it's nice to have this little deli cup of of uh brunoise shallot that i don't have to chop or you know it's like yes exactly i'll saute this up in some butter and some garlic that's fine but i don't want to peel the garlic you know i had a long day i'm still a fan of this you see i i like so sorry i go ahead no no please i this is just a premium service but you guys realize this is just like those subscription services that advertise on podcasts that's literally what this is it's the same thing it's the same thing yeah it's the same it's the same well there's different it's different because chris and you should know this it's chef driven. Uh, I mean, look, I'm sure the, <laughs> the other one, it's just like, that's just pure. Oh, are you kidding? I'm sure Bobby Flay designed the menu for that shit, too. Come on. <laughs> they're, they're hiring somebody. Action Bronson, at least. But I don't think that the, I don't think that the, the, it, it's just either full effort or zero effort to me. I, th- that middle yeah. ground is just, is a confusing place to live, I think. Chris likes to hunt the animal himself, exactly. skin it alive, yeah, exactly. yeah. then, then kind of, s- feed his family when they say when they say fresh caught i I mean with my bare hands you know i don't i don't mean i don't mean from whole foods or something claire your mom's visiting you from from uh across the pond in california what what are you missing right now what 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 is she you know what memories is she stirring up about about del taco in and out what is going on what that you miss about america right now maybe we can help you out uh um well i mean california just is like always weighing on my mind like i'm always like what was i thinking moving here Mm -hmm. but i i Mm -hmm. do like i love london though london's like so good you know and so i think like it's mainly it's really mainly like the fresh the fresh food. It was really like the thing about California and like the weather and the beach and the other things. You trade the, all the tins of beans for just a, a fresh <laughs> yeah. fucking asparagus spear for God's sakes. Yeah, or just like a taco from a truck or wherever. Like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I miss that stuff. Um, no, it's nice having my mom here. She's like, come. So it's like um, Easter holidays here, which is 
AKA spring break. My favorite time of the year. And so she's helping, uh, she's helping with my daughter because our nanny is on holiday. No, oh. <laughs> not the nanny on holiday. That's tragic. They don't, I didn't think they got holidays. <laughs> So the nanny's on holiday. So this this seems like a stressful situation at home. <laughs> no, no, no. She's no, nah, nah, nah. it's all good. But also my my PA is on holiday too. I'm not really PA. She's like a, she's just like an assistant. You know, it sounds like I'm so fancy, but I'm really not. But like everyone's on holiday, so I'm kind of a little bit like everyone, everyone but Mama Bear. What do we say about that, Claire? What's <laughs> yeah. going on with that? Where? Do, yeah, when are you taking holiday for yourself? We need you to be mentally ready to bake these fucking should cakes. i start looking at flights to ibiza i am gonna go to ibiza in may actually very excited about that banging banging <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna do over there you're gonna go to the nice part yeah i'm not going to the club part you're not going to see the the sunburnt irishman you're going to the nice beautiful john <laughs> oh, Pawson part i'm sorry no offense to our irish listeners of course yes john Pawson. what he so do you know john do you know i, I love his stuff oh uh, yeah of course i mean he's the goat he's the goat and basically like Could you guys explain this person to our listeners who might not know they need they should know if they don't know no he's i mean he's a he's a famed architect he did he did the the edition in west hollywood if that yeah there you go get yeah thank you for dumbing it down for jason yeah he's the he's the master of light <laughs> so he did the worst he did the worst edition in america got it go on he what else did he do <laughs> um but he i think i think john would agree with that <laughs> he might well, I so I kind of like I mean I I kind of copied his style when I was remodeling my my bakery like cuz I was like can't afford to hire him but I was like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, I just trying to make it look like that." But he he lives he like his son lives locally and he comes to the bakery and I was like so starstruck when he came to the bakery. And he was like, "This looks a bit familiar here, Claire. What's going on?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess yeah, I'll I'll totally. take this scone uh, on the house. Have you been looking at my Pinterest page? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never I've never been to Ibiza, but I I'm I'm very interested in going. But I get bored on ho- on holiday, so I think that all that travel just to look at the the view. What do you like? To, what you don't you don't, you don't like to relax on the beach or by the pool? No, no. I'm a man, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm, he doesn't like to relax. On the anywhere. No, I mean, I just like I would. Per- I would rather come to London for a week than go to a beach for a week. Even though it is a bit dreary, Chris. I mean, the weather in London is truly suicide watch stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. Like, you you just beat yourself into submission by living there for so long. But like, I can't. Sounds great. The guys. lack of yeah. the lack of sun, I think, would cause people get those problems. lamps, those sad lamps. You know about those? No, what's that? You've never seen the sad lamp, Jason? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I've owned many sad lamps, but I don't not not, mm. not one that was prescribed as such. Seasonal effect. What is it? Seasonal affective disorder. It's a lamp that mimics that mimics uh, the sun, so that you mm-hmm. don't get depressed uh, during the the uh, right, winter season. Right, right. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, as a Cali chick, that's I've never really needed anything like that. Mm-hmm. My circadian rhythms are booming right now. Really. Ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. don't be jealous it's okay we got to get you out to cali you me sue chan on the tennis court what do you say claire we'll get oh some- my god do you play tennis with her she yeah. is a she played tennis with me once and told me she she basically halfway through she was like okay i'm just gonna give you a lesson wow okay so she you suck like, at tennis i'm shocked by how bad i was We're, i'm gonna switch kind of into trainer mode now <laughs> You said you said that you're into fitness. What are we doing? Are we on the reformer? Are we doing squats? What's the vibe? You going to Barry's? Yeah, we're doing we're doing like bench press and yeah. Oh baby! Oh we're okay. Oh, I like this. I like, the, I like the weights. Do you have a trainer? Or are you doing this solo dolo? I had to. I have to have a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> so did did you get the trainer through the nanny or through the assistant? Well, because I'm a boss for like twenty something people all the time, you know, like telling everybody what to do. So it's really nice to like have someone just like tell me what to do in there, you know. And I don't have to think in about and it. out of the bedroom in the gym too. You're saying <laughs> yeah. full disclosure: Sue's podcast that you did with her. Yeah. I actually produced it and edited edited it. Amazing. And and I was listening back and you were you were kind of talking about replacing fitness with or I mean sorry, replacing something with fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not drugs or anything like that, but like you I remember you mentioning you kind of had some guilt attached as a boss of like yeah. 
make making time, finding time to go to the gym totally. when you could be working on something. And have you gotten better at dealing with that or is it still a little bit of an issue for you? Yeah, no, it's really, I really have zero. Guilt. It never really goes away, I guess. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel, um, I feel like I've really come, come to, I'm at peace with, with my gym time because Good. it makes me a much nicer boss. Mm. And mm-hmm. I really see the difference, like 100% see the difference. I actually broke, uh, broke my toe over Christmas and um, my big toe, which is like, seems like nothing, but it's so annoying. No, it could cause really real issues with balance too. Yeah, exactly. So I had to like stop going to the gym for a couple of months and I'm, and then I was just like, ooh, irritable and like sure. a little down and all that kind of stuff. And then um, as soon as I got back in, I was like, ta-da. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. And I, and I, yeah, I just think you got to take the time to do that. So. Well, what's the, there's, there's, there's not a lot of workout culture over there in the same way. I think it's probably totally. Oh my God. Better, it's course, way better though. It's, it's when I moved no here, America. it was like, if you saw someone jogging, you were like, are they okay? Like what's going on? Where are they running from? <laughs> like it was so nobody was outside. Should I call the police? Yeah, like who's chasing them? But <laughs> now it's, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's changed a lot for sure. Setting up those healthy boundaries. But weights are like uh, so cool. I mean, I don't know why more people don't well, know about them. I think people know about them, but they may, they, they can be intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, th- I think a lot of it is like i want to do this but then i get in there and i don't i mean now obviously i think times have changed there's a lot more resources you know what i mean whether it's like you know nike app or like youtube or whatever there's definitely places to learn but it's intimidating i mean i remember i mean it's been so long since i got into it but i remember being like pretty intimidated but also if you go enough you just kind of pick up what's going on yeah you know what i'm saying you're like oh okay i kind of and stuff people are nice about it i've learned a lot of workouts just from browsing my explore page on instagram there's a lot of different <laughs> fitness people that are doing yeah. moves that i can check out me too mine is like it's cakes and weights it's really funny <laughs> wow that's that don't give that away you have a free. twisted algorithm cakes and, <laughs> so ca- cakes and weights sounds like a saturday morning with me and my girls you know <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but also like i think women are worried that they're going to look too Bulky. manly yeah. 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 Which, yeah which every trainer will tell you that's not what happens but for some reason oh. it, i mean i understand how people get there it like makes sense logically everybody wants madonna yeah. arms but like you know you're gonna have to break a couple eggs to make <laughs> those the, those madonna omelets you know you're gonna have to, <laughs> i want madonna lips oh <laughs> <laughs> no mate no mate she looks fucking insane. Like it's 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 there needs to be an intervention. Like the fillers and the fillers and shit, like her face is gonna float away like a helium balloon. Yeah, Claire, what do you think about Madonna's fillers? <laughs> I mean, it's so hard for me because she was like so, you know, I was a Madonna wannabe. Yeah. But I you know, that's like my era. So I can't I feel really bad saying anything bad about her. Uh yeah, <laughs> and no. uh and, and I don't hate on like, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that for women because, you know, mm-hmm. it helps. I agree. And also she's like, she's like a crazy rock star, like pop star or whatever. Like, I guess mm-hmm. it would, I guess it's kind of goes along. If, if anyone, if anyone's going to be doing this shit, it should be her crazy ass. Yeah. I, I, agree. I, I, I agree. I agree. That's a good, that's a good way to look at it. I just think when you're as famous as she is, it's very difficult to, I think aging for, uh, a woman of that of of that stature is a very difficult thing because of yeah. I mean, you know, so society, etc. But it's also like you got to have somebody in your corner that's like, all right, bitch, we're cutting you off. <laughs> you, 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 like you you gone too far, you know? What mm-hmm. I mean, and her manager's a six year old guy. He doesn't. He ain't saying shit. Yeah. He doesn't care. He hasn't made. She hasn't made him any money in five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? If so Chris he, Black he doesn't, doesn't have a no man. Imagine what. You know, oh, Madonna God. definitely doesn't have a no person. I guess we you, should be calling it. You're that. my no. You're my no person, Jason. If I, try, I surround myself with no people, it keeps me keeps me grounded. If I tried to get a Brazilian butt lift, you would step in. That's good. I need more of that. Do, do you find the the like running the business part, which you're probably a little bit more focused on now, is that is it like much less gratifying than just like being in the zone and baking every day, or is it just like a different side of of your brain? Totally the opposite. Business? Really? Yeah, like I really got into the business side, which is which is why I'm not baking anymore so much, you know. Mm. Like I still develop the recipes and I still do yeah. like obviously was there for 
Harry and Megan's cake and like other big cakes that I think are like a kind of like an art project basically, then I'm super into it. But I lo- I'm fascinated by the business side and I, and uh, yeah, like I, I'm into it. I like it. Fascinated by the business. Side? I'm also fascinated with the business. Side. Yeah. I love making deals. You know what I mean? You like, you like making deals. I can hear. Oh her yeah. Voice. I think she, she might be talking more about like food cost analysis and like no. margin breakdowns. Nope. Nope. No, no one wants to do that. Bro. that <laughs> That's boring. Okay. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting this new business, which um, I, I'm not going to say here because I feel like I'm going to jinx it, but I'm starting mm-hmm. like, like the details of it, but I, but I'm doing this new business and like, I'm so excited about just the, the components of building a business. That's a different type of business to and, like baking is like a kind of, you know, it's lovely. You start with four cups of flour and two cups of milk or whatever. And then you have this like beautiful cake in in an hour but like to build a business it's like it's constantly evolving constantly changing it's fascinating also all the kind of stuff that we do with uh like you know just like brand partnerships and stuff like that i love doing that we'll look out for the we'll look out for your nft launching soon then that's great <laughs> uh, I, it sounds like you're really on the precipice of some innovation, no, it's not inter- like that. innovation. <laughs> so claire does that does that mean that you do all of your own negotiations or you don't have an agent for i do have an agent but party? i have to say like a lot of times i'm like can we please go back with this please you know yeah. what i mean is it a book agent though or like a, a i have two i have a i have a literary i have like literary agents in each country and then i have a like here in america and then i have like a media kind of agent you got a, you got a, you have a team of everyone claire it's impressive well <laughs> but that's making me wonder how's how's the dating life going oh my god it's not it's basically i got divorced a couple years ago three years ago okay um okay. covid confuses that um and i was like yeah. <laughs> it was like amazing like i've had this like amazing like you know total like yeah, an amazing divorce or a renaissance you've you've had a renaissance i've had a uh, renaissance uh, awakening yeah the clara the clarissons <laughs> is back baby no it's been awesome she's back it's okay. been awesome but um but now i'm like hmm it's getting kind of old you know because basically when you're my age and you're single you just inevitably date guys that are like 15 years younger than you hot yeah, good that's, we call that that's good for a one-nighter not a whole lifer but <laughs> but so so to you i was actually talking about this with somebody earlier today there's the sweet spot for for that is like i'm just looking for a guy with a job who <laughs> was recently divorced mm-hmm. and you know knows what he needs and doesn't yeah. need and that's kind of where we're looking at is that kind of the same vibe for you well, yeah, so now I'm like, yeah, it'd be great if like they had a kid too, and like, mm, give me that divorce dick. I don't really care about the what. Uh, I, I just I simply said, give me that divorce dick. <laughs> <laughs> I simply uttered. So like, normally that might be a little bit of a of a flag or an issue for some, but you you welcome that because you also have a child. Yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find you a lot of eligible bachelors after this episode, I must say, Claire. Oh my God, please, please. That'd be are amazing. you okay with dating people who are not making the same amount of money as you, Claire? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't care about that. Are you familiar with the term sweat equity? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a free babysitter that could also cut the grass is kind of what we're saying. Okay, so that's good. So you're open to that. You're open to that. Yeah. But the British, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you're all familiar with the nuance of it all, but I'm sure there's some differences than than maybe what you grew up with. Yeah, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to like maybe go back to a different country for like, you know, the guy should come from a different country is what I'm trying to say. Oh, oh I see. All right. Okay. Not be British. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, you know what? <laughs> Australian sounds right up your street. So go ahead and... <laughs> Hit Bondi and and pick one out and no, then import no, no. it. I think she's she's gonna find a yeah. nice Spanish man in Ibiza. He's gonna have dark features, olive skin, a, lo- a, a lover, a lover, Jason. No, I've had enough lovers. I've had enough lovers. I'm ready, I'm ready for like a partner. I think, yeah. Okay, so she's lesbian now. I like it. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you know when I moved here, I literally thought I was like, "Oh my god, he's gay, she's gay," because everyone referred to them as partners, and I was like, I "Totally thought people were gay." <laughs> yeah. Oh, because uh, because I often play the game with my girlfriend, British or gay. So I thought that's what you were saying. But British or <laughs> Br- British or gay is a classic game. I mean, I think the the rise of the word partner <laughs> is I, I don't I don't subscribe. J- Jason is I don't. 
I just am like I think I think of business only. Yeah. Still years into this. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a lover, and you're more of a numbers guy, business kind of guy. You know? Yeah, I'm a business guy. When I think partner, I'm like, all right, well, what's the split? Who's the CEO? Who's the CFO? What are we doing? Here? You're thinking with your calculator. I'm thinking about thinking with my penis that's you know that is saying, that Chris? that could be the downfall of, of jason you know what i mean but uh i'll make sure i'll make sure the p and l is tight don't worry tight. Ooh. i i <laughs> meant no jason you know what i meant don't do that you know don't do that that's disgusting claire so claire you said that you were you did some homework you were listening to this podcast was that <laughs> were you already a, a familiar with this show or did you just stumble upon it yes. after we so i so i stumbled upon it um when <laughs> from stevie but then i like started listening to it and you guys had talked to a few people i know and like also it was just like really good i like it Great, thanks, it's funny it makes me laugh so now I'm, now i'm like a now i listen like authentically not just to brush up before. Claire Patak, a loyal goner. Yeah, loyal goner. Well, we, you know, we want to keep you kind of tapped into American culture. We don't want you to lose your roots. And I think we could yeah. be, exactly. we're a good kind of device for that to keep you kind we of. We give you a proper scene report mm-hmm. of these United States. <laughs> That's right. When's the last time you touched U.S. soil, Claire? Oh, um, so was it, when was it last year? I was in New York for like, oh, I, in Jan- end of January, I was in New York and I was supposed to be there for like a week. And then I got there mm-hmm. the day of that crazy snowstorm. Absolutely gutted. <laughs> gutted. Yeah. So I left and went to Cayman Islands. What the fuck? <laughs> Claire, all right. So Claire Claire left New York to go check on her offshore bank accounts. That's, I mean, this... We, are we talking to a baker or Megan the Stallion? Because you are living like a boss bitch. I like I don't. I don't understand that. Yeah, she said, I, let me change the weather quite literally. <laughs> she said, I am catching flights, not feelings. Cayman Islands, beautiful spot. Probably not a great scone, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm working on um, that. But yeah, any Claire... Thank you for joining us today on How Long Gone. Pleasure. Truly a treat. Yeah, it was a treat. No, no dessert <laughs> jokes intended. And I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm importing the cake for the fortieth. So, oh. you know, whatever it, whatever it costs, Claire, I'll pay for it. I don't quite have the Netflix, Megan and Harry kind of contract stuff going yet yeah. um but i do have a credit card and i think you do, I, hopefully you accept he's got a he's got a few quid on the mx ready for you i have a few quid on the mx i can the I, MX. I can call them and see if they'll they'll kind of raise my limit depending on what you get back to me with. <laughs> on, 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 well on i'm court. usually in california around that time so it might work out you never know oh baby no never edible know. flower no edible flowers for me i'm not even <laughs> no. sure. okay i'm a man god damn it i also spend my virgo season in california <laughs> nice perfect, perfect. All right, Claire, well, thank you so much. Yeah, Claire, it was a pleasure. We'll talk to you thank soon. Thank you, guys. Toodaloo. Last night, I dreamt of something.